What's good? It's your boy VA. This is AJ, and this is the HR podcast. Um, I can safely say this is probably the one, one and only time I'm excited to re-record because we get to talk about this blockbuster trade that just happened. Um, It has been a long time coming, a long time coming. But um, before we get into, you already know, you saw (laughs) the watch. It's Dame time. I can't yeah. believe it finally happened, and the way it happened was crazier than I could have ever imagined. So, you already know how we do, AJ. We jumping right into it. The contender segment. Ding ding. There you go. And the first one we starting off with is going to be these NFL rankings after the first three weeks. It's been a pretty predictable first three weeks, I would say, outside of a couple teams. Um, we're going to start off with, just like before, we, when preseason, we had these three picks for each conference, or you can just say three overall, however you want to do it. Um, we swiping left or right on this one. We swiping right. Okay, bet, bet, bet. So, NFL rankings, I'm going to start it off. Cowboys had to, had to take a drop. I know last time I had them top three, and I was they thinking that I had, I, had them, I had them, I think, number two behind 49ers. I can't remember exactly, but I think I'm going to have to drop them down. Underneath the Eagles to number three in the conference and in the NFC. Still got 49ers looking strong after three weeks. I mean, we already know that system is plug and play. But when it comes to the second team, Eagles, they kind of had some drops this past week as far as, I mean, these first three weeks, they had some some down moments. But they're still 3-0. They're still 3-0, exactly. But you saw Jalen Hurst, though. He's looking kind of shaky out there. He threw two picks, I think, last yeah. game. And he has he's been looking more like Dak. But Dak did come back to earth though. <laughs> That's why I had to drop him back yeah. to three. Because he threw that pick yeah. finally in the red zone, of course, where we don't want him to do it. Um, when it matters. And but we I mean, I gotta give him a little bit of a pass though. They, they did miss out on Diggs. And it was evident mm-hmm. in that secondary because they were throwing the ball all over them. Uh Dobbs, yep. Joshua Dobbs. Um and, he called him out. Right, he did. He balled out, and it looked pretty bad. But Cowboys have a weak spot against weak teams. Like we, it's like we we overlook them, especially if we're doing well. Um, and it just seemed like we overlooked them. So that's my top three in that in that conference. Next three, AFC. I think I think I had Cincinnati up in there. I'm happy to drop them down. I'm sorry. I mean, it's just it's, it's been pretty ugly for them this first couple of weeks. I'm blaming it on the injuries, just like the Cowboys. But at the same time. Like, we already knew what was going on with that O-line. It's been boo-boo. You got a hurt quarterback you're trying to have back there throwing these passes. He's still passing way too much for me, for somebody that's hurt. Bruh. That's that system, though. Uh, right. I mean, it's you're right, though, completely, 100%, because they, they need to, to launch it to chase. They don't really have a dominant back anymore. Um, I think they used to have Joe Mixon, right? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. but not Nixon, no more. Not no more, though. So I had to drop them at a top three. I'm, I'm going to have to stick with... Buffalo, they, they came back to true form, so I'm keep them in my top three. But it's still Kansas City at number one for me. And then number two, a sneaky two is Miami Dolphins. They just shot up there for me. Two were looking good. You told me he was going to look good, but I told you he got he to gotta keep the fingers down. He can't be concussed Sleeper. over here. <laughs> we can't be throwing them gang signs if we want to make it <laughs> out of the AFC. Uh, but that's my top dang, man, my dang. top three right there in East, in East Conference. Go ahead and kick it off with yours. No, I can't argue with yours, but I got a little rearrangement. I'm going to put the Dolphins at number one, right? Their record 3-0 right now. Tua looks good. Hill looks good. Seven Waddle's coming back off injury. 
Yeah, they put up numbers. And when they're clicking, they're clicking. That was of. Um, anyway, uh, at my number two for the AFC, I'm going to have to go... Mm, you know, I don't want to say it. You know I don't want to say the Chiefs, but I'm gonna have to say the Chiefs. Oh, I'm you. a Chiefs hater. You never, you know they. I and I'm gonna give all the credit to Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> that's just what I want to say there. And you know, uh, sneaky number three is gonna be between the Ravens and the Bills, but I will put the Ravens over the Bills right now. I feel like the Bills are missing missing something that they haven't right. been as good as they have in the last couple of years. So. Those are my my top three in AFC. Moving down to the NFC, obviously I'm gonna put the Eagles up there. They're three and all two. Jalen Hurts is on uh, not his MVP form like he was last season, right. but I don't see why why he can't get back to that. Um, right. I am gonna have the 49ers in number two spot. They look solid all the way around, even with Purdy at the QB. Right. I don't know if that's gonna continue. But right. we'll see what happens. It don't look real pretty. <laughs> no pun intended. Da, da, da. Right. And then I'm going to have the Cowboys at number three. And I think you said it. Uh, with Diggs out, um, I also feel like the Cowboys take these games against lower level competition like the Cards. And they kind of just have it already checked off on right. their calendar. Like they're going to get the W and they get complacent. And then the game's close and then they just fumble through their hands, you know. Right. Um they need to take it more seriously. Right. I, I think they had they had a shot to have an undefeated record for a good while, but there goes that. Right. Uh, so those are my top three. But I want to point out my sleeper, Miami. They're doing it. They're doing it big. They are. They are. And I mean, to piggyback on that, on that Cowboys thing, like I feel like once a team can figure out Micah, how to neutralize him, they just kill us like especially on the run defense I mean I'm sorry to say it but if you run right at, at Mi- Micah right right at that defense and you don't allow him to, to chase after the quarterback all day leaving him back there that pass rush is just almost null and void at that point because they can't stop the run and some of that again is, is, is I'm going to have to attribute to injuries we have injuries in that backfield at, 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 at I think a safety as well um, we've had some injuries um, I know Vanderish has been decent, but he's just has not been the same since that neck injury. And I can't trust him to just be a constant run stopper. I mean, I think they're adjust, but at the same time, they've got some chinks exposed in their armor and they're going to have to come with it. I think the Patriots, though, is a perfect landing spot for them to you know rebound. They haven't beat a playoff team in over a year and a half. So, oh I mean, well, it's going to be interesting to see them go up against Zeke. Uh, and I, I hope oh, they don't treat it that. like a homecoming. They can't treat it like homecoming if they're going to go out there and, and get the W. They need to make a statement game because they just came off of L. Uh, so I they hope they don't to, treat right. it like, oh, homie's back and let's play against right. him. And you know, Jerry All is. the love and dap. I mean, it is what it is because that's Dak's boy and everything. But yeah. it's time to move on. It's a new season. It's a new beginning. And this is your shot to win the Super Bowl because you got the pieces. Right. If we can get complete healthy. Um, Facts. But that's yeah. that. All right. Go ahead, mate. Move on to the next one. We got USA men's basketball. As you know, complete catastrophic, catastrophic failure. I mean, it was just, <laughs> just stanking up the place, right? Just stanking it up. I mean, they didn't even medal. It, it's, it's a sad day in USA men's basketball sports. Um, we swiping left to right on this one. Man, I love to talk about basketball. 
but I don't want to talk about the L that we were delivered. Right. Um, Steve Kerr, sorry, man, he's not the one. Um, I'm feeling the same way, man. He's he's like a too much of a player's coach, and he doesn't. I don't think I don't know what he's doing out there. First off, with the team picking, it was weird, and then when it comes to him being a real like Popovich, like they they respected, they listened to him. Even with Coach K, even though he was only in the NCAA, they respected and listened to him. I feel like mm-hmm. with Kerr, they're like, bro, you had you had Steph and Clay, you weren't really out there coaching. And the last thing before we switch, they need to fix the system. They, they have to do something about players that are a legit caliber to be on a USA team. Like, they got to fix it. I mean, we already know that we had LeBron. We had all these stars come out like, and was like, I'm going to be there. Uh, I think what they're going to be in Spain or Sydney. No, not Sydney. I, I think it's um, re- the next Olympics. Period. Wherever it's at, they said they're going to be there. So yeah. Barcelona, we'll I think. So we left or right. You never said which one we're doing. Left. Okay. All right. Get up out of there. Next one is going to be, uh, let's see, Kobe Bryant's Mamba School. Um, we got this new school that Vanessa Bryant and Nike's teaming up to basically sponsor. Um, they've got their symbol and the, the official Kobe Black Mamba symbol that's going to be attached to yep. these three schools. We got Duke, Kentucky, and UConn. I mean, that's a, that's a huge mm-hmm. honor, and it's some great schools. Um, we swiping left to right on that one. I love to talk about Kobe and everything that they're doing, but we're going to swipe left because that pretty much sums it all up. I can't <laughs> wait to see the gear, though. Right, can't wait to is. see the gear. I know it's going to be dope. Yeah, no, Probably for get sure. Some. For sure. I mean, the Jordan ones is always so icy, so I can't wait to see the, the, the Kobe ones. It's going to be great. All right, on to the next one. We got Eric Lewis, <laughs> the esteemed, now infamous referee for the, for the NBA who, I mean, we don't know what this man did now because unfortunately they he mysteriously retired and the NBA ended their investigation um, right. for those who don't know this man was a referee who got caught with some burner accounts and saying some not so nice <laughs> things and um, we swiping left or right on this one oh we swiping right okay let me go ahead and let you kick that one off then alright well Eric Lewis was a longtime NBA ref and I remember watching him growing up in games important games games that I'll never forget right so it's it's a long time face for the NBA right. especially in the referee business how referees are held to a higher standard yeah. and rightfully so they're calling the games they can't determine things on their own and switch the games from the players to the referee right and so homeboy got caught supposedly with some burner accounts out there and he was taking jabs at players and I guess players end up finding out. Anyway, uh, I want to say he did like 18 seasons uh, uh, as a ref for the NBA. and it was a hot minute. And anyway, he got caught with these burner accounts apparently. And uh, not too long ago, VA, uh, somebody else got caught with some burner accounts, right? (laughs) Right. He didn't retire. And so Slenderman, <laughs> aka 35, <laughs> now number NBA seven. Player, no. He ain't gonna be yeah, KD, you know, he took it like a man. He took the little uh penalties that he was getting, probably lasted about a year or two. He probably still got burner counts. But uh for you to just up and retire, I wonder if they was really holding over his head with the things he was saying. I don't know, because like you said, they just quit the investigation. Like that's right. weird, man. Uh I wouldn't want to go out that way. I mean, that's my long time career, like 
I'm not sure the retirement business, I'm sure he's sitting on a pretty penny as it is already. Right. But to go out like that, you know, it's fixing to be a Netflix Netflix special. Right. Something popping um, off. Like it was, something. it was just so <clears throat> mysterious. I mean, first off, we wasn't hearing nothing about the investigation. I didn't even know that. I mean, I kind of knew they were doing something, but they didn't ever like, you know how sometimes they'll come out with updates on, you know, what mm-hmm. they've done to acquire information where they've got, they ain't do nothing. It was silent as a mouse. No woes, bombs, nothing, nothing. nothing. And all of a sudden, oh, he's retiring. What? And then they slipped yeah. in at the end. Um, NBA's in their investigation as well. It just, it just reeks of like, you know, uh, corporate uh, espionage and sabotage. I'm probably using the wrong words here, but it, it's, it's, it's stinking up the high heavens because yeah. it, it, it seems is. like NBA is trying to keep they self clean, you know, from all of the ramifications of having a referee mm-hmm. possibly betting on games, which they've dealt with in the past. Because we don't, mm-hmm. who's to say he wasn't? If he if he's bold enough to have a burner account to to defend himself and and you know talk about his beloved Boston Celtics, then he, he's you know liable to be betting on. See, I don't games. know if he was betting on games, but you might not be wrong because he was doing something other than burner. Accounts. Right, oh. you're not retiring just Six over burner accounts, bro. My bones, but words should never hurt. So. <laughs> you're not retiring over a burn account. I don't care what you're saying, unless you were saying racist stuff, yeah. which I don't think he was. I think it was just, yeah. it was just that fact that it, it, I remember seeing a video. This man is literally in the video, um, making faces whenever Boston Celtics would miss a shot or the other team would make it. Like, dang, I want him to miss. Like, it's, they have clips of that, and it's just so much evidence. I know NBA racked up, but it was like, you know what, bro. You either retire and get this pension, or we're gonna have to come out with this stuff that we found, and you're gonna be fired and lose out on your money. So at the end of the day, I feel like I can't completely fault them because they let that black man retire and keep his pension money, you know, his retirement they money. Did. So force retire. You know, I, I, I applaud them for that because it's a lot of you know other skin. You know, I'll say palm skin people who get that same break in corporate America all the time. You see CEOs leave with twenty five million out the door <laughs> like shoot I've seen it at a county level job man. Right. so I, I, I'm not I, I'm not tripping on that right, right. I, I respect that too right because obviously he put in 18 years or plus right and so to leave him with money. nothing right but uh, still like it's to it's to be unknown what's happening with this dude and I wish they would they'd come out with something to let us know like hey that was so abrupt. Like, that's not normal. At all. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, on to the next one. We got the U.S. Open. Um, men and women tennis. Big for the USA this year. We had mm-hmm. Youngin finally come up in the in the rankings. Coco Golf. Make herself Proud a trophy. Proud of her for that. We had other youngin, um, uh, I think it was, I can't think of her name. It was, it's another girl um, that came up in the rankings too. I know Madison Keys was killing this, this in this previous U.S. Open. Um, it's just been huge for the women. And then on the men's side, you got some new up and comings. That's, but we, obviously we have our dominant, uh, I think his name is um, not, Novak Djokovic. Yeah, there we go. We have him still being dominant, but we have some some youngins come up in there too. So um, we're swiping left or right on this one. 
I'm proud the way it held out. Uh, I'm gonna keep it simple though. We're gonna swipe left. There was uh, a lot of excitement because Serena was gone in the women's field. Right. It was kind of like a new queen arising. And then uh, Novak got the most uh, singles all time record. Right. I think that's what it is, right. something like that. And uh, that's an accomplishment. So to be up there uh, where other greats are giving him the praise that he got, cool, man. Because uh, during COVID, he was out for those restrictions and he probably could have won up, a, tallied up a few more W's. So. Uh, let's move it left though Right, right That's what I was thinking Like He definitely is non-stopping But alright Let's go ahead and keep it going So We on to our Last And Definitely Not least Topic of the day For contender segment We have Dame Dollar I might even ask the question You already know We swiping right on this one um, Unfortunately <laughs> I'm gonna kick this one off um, This man I'm not going to lie. He stuck it out. He he did his due diligence in Portland. And asking for a trade at this point in his, in his career when he's done almost all he can feels really nostalgic, like like Kevin Garnett type vibes. I stuck mm, it. I stuck it through. Fair. You know, I was here. I, I, I got us to a, a conference finals. I think they actually made the NBA finals one year. That one no. year against, no, remember they went against, uh, no, you, no, never mind, they didn't. They they lost to uh, Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. That's still hard to do. Um, and, and that was a juggernaut in, in Golden State. So, um, yes, no fault of his own. I mean, today, in these day and age, you got to have two stars, at least, at least. You see the Suns, Suns feel like they got to have a whole starting five of stars. Like, it's no joke. People out here, it's, just, it's, it's getting crazy. So, I'm not faulting him for, for one now. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm on the fence about how I feel about how both of these people went went about it, the business of, uh, of this trade. When I say both these people, I'm saying Dame Dollar and the organization of Portland. Because on mm. one hand, you got someone who's been loyal, 10 toes down from the jump, fought their way up. He's a top 75 player, whether you like it or not. And... Mm. He's asking for a trade to a place you know he wants to be. He's had mm-hmm. desire for a long time, even though he's like, you know what, I'm trying to make it work with y'all, but now it's time to go. You trade him to a contender. I'm not mad at where he went because I think that it's actually a better fit for him. But at the same time, it's not where he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I feel a certain type of way about the loyalty of that franchise to get him where he wanted to go because you've seen other players get where they wanted to go like they put in their work yeah. and they trade and alright well, you know what you've been here you've been loyal let me trade you where you want to go KD is a perfect That's example fair. he almost has gone everywhere he wanted to go LeBron, LeBron James Harden exactly there's, there's countless number of stars who have gotten what they wanted because they were loyal and some are not even loyal look at James Harden never been loyal to anybody he still gets, way, gets to go where he wants to go it's amazing so I feel a certain type of way about that because they didn't even really entertain the Heat's offer. Like, they were asking for Jimmy Butler or Bam out of bio back. Like, come on. And what what they took back from Milwaukee, it was like, you would have got more for the Heat, but you could tell they did not want him to go to the Heat. I don't know if it was because they just didn't want him to go where he wanted because they were salty about him asking for a trade or if they felt like that was going to be too much competition. But, I mean that doesn't really make sense because they're in different conferences at the end of the day I think it's what like the latter like you just said 
they were just salty about him asking for a trade in the first place. And it was like, we're not going to trade you when you want to go. At the same time, he he could have been a little more, you know, aggressive. Pat Riley, I felt like he sat back on his laurels. So it was like, hey, I'm Pat Riley. You're going to come to me regardless. Everybody thought he was a deadlock for Miami. And sure enough, that don't mean nothing because whoop, Milwaukee came right in and swooped him out. Um, cool. I, just, I just feel like at the end of the day, we're, we're too early to really say if this was a great trade or not because we just don't know how they're going to play out. But the way it looks on paper, I'm I'm way more into him playing and winning a title as a Milwaukee Buck than I would have been as a as a, a Heatle because I just don't I don't feel like I feel like he could have got them over the hump but it just would have been a little bit harder to do it because they would have been depleted a lot more than they than the Bucks got depleted all they got rid of was was basically Drew Holiday and they got everybody yeah. else they got Chris Milton they got uh, Brooke Lopez they got uh, Bobby Portis they got. They got all they need. They got their whole starting five. Mm-hmm. So I mean, well, they got rid of uh, uh, forgot his first name, but Allen from Duke, oh, uh, the white boy, Grayson Allen. He's solid. He was a starter. Yeah, he was a starter though. Uh, but it was like a, a de facto. Like we didn't have nobody else good enough to start, so we're gonna put him in there. Like he's a good to me. He's a good role player off the bench. He shouldn't be a starter. Mm-hmm. True. It depends, right? I mean, the way I look at it is, first of all, Dame Dollar Man. The trade requests and the rumors and everything, those have been going on for years. People yeah. thought he was trying to go to the Lakers. People thought he was trying to go elsewhere. And he and he he would stick by his word, right? Oh, I'm a blazer for life and blah, 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 blah. Right. And I get it. That's something that you got to do in the business. You got to keep fans happy. And you, he probably was happy there. But like you said, he's trying to get the, the ring. You know what I mean? That Everyone's trying to get the ring. And I respect that. Right. Uh, the thing is... To me, Dame is a great player, but he's not that top tier player that everybody, most people think and, uh, he is. So, for example, it took them forever to get a win in the playoffs. I think that it was only one year, two years in his time that they got a, a postseason win. And so that's kind of like, bro, what? You're supposed to be the dude. Like, no, if, if you're going to be that caliber of a player, then you need to produce in the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. He came through, but not when it came to uh, the best of seven. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he didn't have too much help. Portland has been through injuries and great players and people getting sent to other teams. Right. Their, their history with that, it, it's, it, it goes, right? But they like, had LaMarcus Aldridge. Since, since the the Brandon Roy, Greg Oden, there's just players on players that's just like, dang, man, you know, so it's like, it sucks for them. So I wouldn't want to make a player that's top tier go to a team that they want to be happy with neither. If I'm, the, if I'm Portland, forget that, man. You, We're putting in money in you. We're investing in you. You're saying you want to be part of this, then you're going to be part of it. If not, we're going to do what's best for us. Another thing I want to do is say real quick, is his uh, music. This dude done had lyrics ready to go for his trade. Come on, bro. Like, what is you doing? I'm not going to harp on his music. I'm not going to harp on his music. Right? never got away as well. I, I really don't listen to it. But I will say that I think that's unprofessional, right? And and he wanted to go to the Instagram accounts or Twitter or whatever and say that he's going to address the true fans and the other ones, the whatever, that. whatever it is he said. Like, come on, bro, you you write music. You're not a super poet. Like, chill out. 
Another thing is I want to point out is Giannis did not accept the extension that he was going to get. So what does that put them in a couple of years from now, even next year? Like, but now Giannis could swoop out of there too. They might get Dane this season before it kicks, tips off. He might stay now because they're photo. They got Dane for four that years. That don't mean nothing. But what that I'm saying though, nothing. having him locked down for four years is a bigger guarantee that they're going to get Giannis to resign for at least two to three. Versus, it does help them if they didn't. If they didn't get them. nobody. He probably would not sign and been free agent next year. Oh yeah, you're right about that. But I'm saying if they don't win this year, if they're not even promising, which they will be, they'll yeah, be they, in the playoffs. No they they, no way they can't. They're going to do well. Yeah. I just don't think that. To me personally, I would love to have J. Rue over Dame Dog. I yeah. really think that they let J. Rue go, and he's an overall PG slash shooting guard that can make things happen. Mm-hmm. He's rebounding. He's playing D. He's a lockdown defender. Facts. He ain't getting no D out of Dame. So we'll see I'm... when it's time for him to produce and see what he's about. So that's what I got on Dame. Facts. Show and prove. I mean, that's what that's with any trade. I, I'm, but I'm really now excited for this this season to kick off because it's just so many teams that have to yeah, show that that's about fair. to show and prove. And we got this in season tournament. That's gonna be interesting. Cause I feel like you're gonna have some people like especially these new teams that are formed. They trying to get used to each other. And I'm throwing Dallas in their mix. They like Kyrie's still trying to get used to to you know playing against Luca with Luca. We'll see if the players take it serious. And well and you got you gotta just I mean yes you have to you, you have to think that they may or may not take it seriously. But I think the competitive nature of it is going to make them take it seriously. Um, and Hopefully. I think there's money on the line, too. I think they get money, like, if you win. They better. They better give them some money. <laughs> they ain't going to take it serious without it. I mean, it's the first yeah. one, so we'll see how it goes. You know, it can always get better. But I, I'm excited for the season in general because, like, I really want to see how Phoenix looks. I really want to see how Dallas looks. And now I really want to see how Milwaukee looks. Um, it's, it's just. And, and, and trades and Lakers, over yet, Lakers man. are loaded now. They are freaking they are. loaded, man. I'm excited for that. I, I, I'm excited, even though like I'm hate going against them now. Like I'm excited that the Lakers got uh, that 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 center from um from um, New Orleans Pelicans from the Pelicans, mm-hmm. bro. He's Hayes. Yes, Hayes. he's good, man. Jackson I don't think Hayes. they use the potential out of like so they should either. have. I think he's going to be nice. I think him being on the LeBron is going to help him a lot. Mature too. Yeah, he needs it. All right, so that is the end of the contender segment. Ding, ding, ding. Um, and again, as always, we're going to pass it off to you for that function in the org. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get into it. All right. So obviously, VA, I'm going to throw out a topic. You give me what first comes to mind. All right. Bet, so bet. without further ado, when I say the words Ronald Acuna Jr., go. Mm. I'm going to say... I'm going to choose my words carefully here. Um, fire starter. Ah, no, no, no. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. Um, I think I can find a better word. Okay. Um, transcendent. I'm going to say that just because I feel like he's bringing in a new era of baseball with the yeah, with, that's for sure. with the flashiness with the hair I mean we've seen it before but 
I don't know if we've seen it this dominant in that package. Mm, he don't care neither. Right. And the showmanship, um, the records now that he's setting with the stolen bases and the hits. I mean, the dude is just seems to be in another league of his own. Um, and he, I, I mean, the name is, 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 it seems kind of like, uh, like Haitian a little bit or like Puerto Rican. Do you know his descent? I think he's Venezuelan. Okay, I know. He got, he can't be he can't be an American black. That's all I know. Because <laughs> if you dominate <laughs> no, no, that yeah, sport, you got to be a, from a different country. Yeah, he's Venezuelan. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do just. I mean, it's interesting though because he's on a team that just won last year, and he's about to be coming up for a big contract. So, I mean, I'm rooting for the guy, but I feel like he might have to go somewhere else to get his money because they've shown they don't necessarily need him in order to win. Um, That's true. It's, it's just hard to be the, the highest paid player in the sport without being on a, a sorry team or a team that needs you badly, you know? That's true. Atlanta is a I mean, big for market, me, but it's not that big. No, I, I would say it's huge, man. I'm not going to lie. When I grew up, uh, I mean, I was I was first a Mariners fan because of Ken Griffey Jr. Right, who was Then it? I <laughs> s- smoothly transitioned into a... Uh, a Braves fan because I played third base mm-hmm. and I was a Chipper Jones fan. Um, anyway, the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear Ronald Acuna Jr. is hot dog because <laughs> he he is uh, one that wants to put it on you in all kinds of ways. The dude leads off with home runs all the time. First pitches, boom, out of the park. That sets the tone for the team. Right. It sets the tone for him. Um, kids love this this guy. Uh, he's young. He's 25 years old. Crazy. He had injury. He came back from it. They won the championship. Um, uh, to me, he is a transcending guy in the game because he's bringing all those new things. All the flashy sunglasses, the chains, the celebrations he does. Shout outs to the NBA players that he does. And it's all fun and games. Now, I will say it's all fun and games until he gets hit by a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets injured again, right? right. Because they're going to retaliate right. on you that. Know them pitches don't uh, play. You know baseball. So, I mean, it's I like think it's cool for the up. game. I think it fits Atlanta. Like, it's Atlanta. You right. know, they kind of showboat as it is already. Um, not necessarily that the Braves showboat, right? But Atlanta, uh, they're known for being flashy. And so I think he fits right in. He He's front runner for MVP. Um, I think that his upcoming contract, whenever that is, the Braves would be a fool not to re-sign him, no matter how right. much money it'll be. They did have Freddie Freeman. They let him go, but he played seasons and seasons there. Yeah, he was there for a while. Um, but at the end of the day, Ronald Cunha Jr., hot dog, bro. Yeah. I hope um, he stays in Atlanta. Like, I, I love Atlanta. It's my second home. And, I mean, the city is, is ripe for – I mean, the fact that they won last year was amazing. I, I didn't see. I don't think anyone saw that coming, um, but I think the city is right Shoot, for like a, good, right? But, but I mean, they've been good, but it's it's hard to get over that hump, you know. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they had a uh, Marcelo Zuna. He was out for some domestic violence right. type stuff, um, but he's out there knocking. It's a long season, again. bro. It's a long season. Yeah, it is. It's hard it is. to stay dominant. Like I've seen the Rangers go up and down so much this past year. I mean, it's, but the playoffs are coming up, so we yeah. about to see a whole bunch more baseball. Right, right, which I'm excited for. But I, I think Atlanta needs that that star that looks like them. 
you know, mm-hmm. like how, I, how yeah. Ice Trey came in there and took over the town. It's 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 a good place for him to blow up if they if they can pay him the money he deserves. True, I'm I'm sure they'll probably keep him. Um, yeah. Next on functioning org, what comes to mind when you hear the Miami Dolphins? Ooh, <laughs> um, you know what? I think this is going. This this is fitting. Um, Showtime, and I honestly compare them to the what? What was it? The eighty eighty nine Showtime Lakers, the eighty eight, sometime around that time. I, but it was when it, obviously it was, it's based on the time whenever Magic came there and made them the Showtime Lakers. That's what they looking like in Miami because Tyreek Hill, uh, Waddle. Um, Tua, just them three alone right there have been electric. Mm-hmm. Um, Tua's been healthy, he's been amazing. Um, Tyreek Hill is cheetah, we already know what he's gonna be. Uh-huh. I mean, they're almost at the point where they can plug, plug and play, but they have like I think three of the fastest times in the league when it comes to wideouts. Like, it's just insane how that offense is clicking and I I knew Mike McDaniel was going to be nice when I saw him last year I could tell like dude's got some nice schemes but but I didn't see them kicking it up to this this type of notch like winning 70 to what was it to 20 24 something no I think think it was 70 20 it was a 50 point blowout that is unheard of bro you do not see that I've never seen that in my lifetime Never. The last one I think was a 1966 or something. Like, it don't happen. Like, and it's so you. That's not a fluke. You don't. You do not see that happen. It's too much talent on these teams. It does not happen. So, I mean, obviously Broncos are bad. I'm obviously, and Sean Payton, he's eating his words now. <laughs> Boy, he eat his own so subject. He need his own subject because I because I I'm really watching them all season to see what they're gonna be like. Um. But I don't care how bad the coach is, how bad the team is. You don't lose by 50 on accident. Like, that is an offensive explosion that you just cannot do. Even a second string was coming in there scoring touchdowns, bro. And in the second half, all they was doing was, like, running the ball. They they was like, all right, we're going to stop throwing. We're killing y'all. We're going to run the ball. We're going to do run the ball almost every play, and they could not stop them. Like, it was just mm-hmm. crazy. So, And they've been putting up numbers all three games right, so far. Right, This isn't the first one. But 70, bro, like, that's like that's a, that's a statement win. We're here. Like, this is mm-hmm. our moment. But, again, just like the Cowboys, their season is going to be dependent on their quarterback like play. At the end of the day, if, if they have to bring that backup in, it's a wrap for them. Like mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, well, it's, it's definitely going to change the outcome of the points. That's for dang sure. Right, um, big time. The first thing that comes to mind to me is video game because mm. it's like right. they're like Madden out there, like Facts. straight mercy rule. Like they should have had a mercy rule for them teams because they are putting up numbers, like you said. Um, to me, well, number one, they were my sleeper, right? right. But I didn't even think they were going to be as good as as, as what they're showing. Um, the thing is, are they going to be able to stay consistent with the way they're winning? Are they going to be able to stay healthy? Uh, we already knew the the connection between uh, uh, Tua and uh, Waddle was going to be there from, from college. Right. Um, and then when you add Hill in the mix, 
speed all day. So um, I can see how they're getting the numbers, but defensive schemes, I don't know how you're going to stop it. Like uh, as long as the way they're connecting and then people stay healthy, you gotta, usually you, gotta, you have what, you a number one corner on That's your number one. You got to have a good pass Your number rush. one receiver. And it's like, well, dang, Waddle's out there too. And Waddle's uh, just as nice as, as Hill. So he might not be as fast, but he's dang near close. I mean, right. it's interesting seeing what they're going to do. They can stay healthy. You know, it's huge going to be in Miami um, or out there for them because they're another flashy city, right? Mm-hmm. It's a destination spot, believe it or not, yes, because yes. it's Miami. Um it's a high level of uh, uh, not superstars, but uh, um, it's, it's a big attraction. Important city. people, exactly. So actors, rappers, everybody's yeah. gonna be out there. Yeah, I guarantee you that uh, Rick Ross, huh? They're gonna be out there. <laughs> yeah. um, everybody's gonna be out there just supporting the team. So it's gonna be fun to see because it's a new dynamic and they haven't been like Relevant in the mix in a for long time, bro. Like. 30 years, something, maybe even longer than that. I, the, so The last time I remember them actually getting any kind of hype was when they got Tannehill. And then that didn't work out. And then it's just been mediocre for the past 15 years. And it's just really longer than that. But I'm just being nice when I say 15. Um, it's time for them to be good. Like they've, yeah. it, it doesn't make any sense. It's been way too long. True. Dallas might not have see. won nothing, but they haven't been sorry. They still win That's 12 true. games a year. They're so at least in the mix. Exactly. Like Miami has just been, <laughs> just been yeah. garbage. So I'm really happy to see that it's, it's, it's good for the sport for them to be good. But I'm really, like I said, I'm really want to see them against, I mean, what this coming up to Sunday, they have a test. They have Allen. Mm-hmm. And in Buffalo, so I really want to see them against a team, a playoff team. Um, I want to see if they can stay dominant. I want to see if somebody can get to Tua, if they if they can razzle him. If that happens, what's going to be the outcome? I want to see all that. I want to see a team that's going to be physical with them, that's going to match their speed. Um, and I wonder if they're going to be able to do the elements because I'm I'm betting it's going right. to be cold out there. So well, it's still uh, early. It's, it still might be early. Yeah, but they uh, they in the same division. Yes. Yes. So they're going to go back out there or they're going to come to Miami. Regardless, they're going to have to play in cold weather at some point. Right. And I don't know if you're getting some Miami people in the cold weather. I mean, they're professional athletes. Is it going to be right. that big of a deal? No. No. But I'm pretty sure it's going to have an effect on them throwing the ball and catching the ball. Yeah. Mostert, he's been running game oh, on him he's too. So, insane. I mean, their running game has been it's legit. Been so, legit. anytime that you have a Miami person on your team mm-hmm. like for fantasy wise they're getting points so it's insane we'll, bro <laughs> we'll see what happens I, I think most are had like 45 points in our league it was insane i was like what but is if this? you had what well, one day i looked at if you had two uh heel and moster in the game you were gonna have at least 150 and that's like with three players so yeah anyway they are dynamic all right explosive on the last uh, portion of function or what comes to mind when I say now, right? Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, a lot has changed since we last talked about him. Um, I'm going to have to go with I don't want to say it, but um, 
geriatric. <laughs> Jeez, bro. Bro, I, th- I think it might be Tom. It might be. I mean, everybody can't be Tom Brady, bro. I mean, it's it's just, it's really sad to see him go out this way. I think he can come back, but at the same time, I don't think he's going to be the same player. Not after an injury mm-hmm. like that. It's just really hard to come back from and to try and come back from it at his age. And, mm-hmm. and, and he's he's a person who's already, I mean, quarterbacks can probably get away with it better than someone like a basketball player like Kobe when he, he tore his Achilles, having to come back from that. That was, that's just too He was hard. up there in age too. He was, that's what I'm saying. He was up there in age. So it was just too difficult for him to try and do that and be the player he was. That, but that's because he's he has to move a lot more than a quarterback does. But the problem is and will constantly be that O-line. Like, I don't care how healthy that man is. He's going to get hurt again. If it's not the mm-hmm. same injury, it's going to be something else. Like, he's too old. Or the next QB up. Right. He's the, but it, I mean, other QBs can take the punishment. He, he, he got hurt off of a – it was basically a little – a little, it was like a little throwdown. It wasn't even Ooh. like I sat on you wrong. It was nothing. Nobody even really touched him, and he got. And when your body gets to move in the wrong way, so I'm saying. So and at the, I'm saying again, it's it's about the age, and and everybody cannot be Brady. And I just think, I mean, it's a little bit of of karma for both that <laughs> that franchise and for Aaron Rodgers. I feel like, um, but. I mean, I, I really do feel bad for him. I feel bad for the sport in general. I really wanted to see him, you know, do something in that jersey. But at the end of the day, you know, when when the injury guy said, you got to sit your ass down, got to sit it on down. Sit it on down. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for me, man, the first thing that comes to mind is like, there's a fizzled out, like a like a Coke that's been open for a while and you you don't want to go back and drink it, you know, something like that, man. Because we all had high expectations for at least to watch as a, as a viewer of the game and and the excitement that everything was uh, going towards with the Jets. And uh, all of it was due because of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the pieces that they moved over there, Cobb, um, uh, was it Lazard's out yeah, there? Lazard. Or, yeah, Lazard's out there. Um, they got, got that Wilson name? Grant, running back. The, uh, the, the, the new they drafted receiver. him. I know, but I'm saying yeah, he's has, cold. He's cold, bro. Imagine him with Aaron yeah. Rodgers. It would be insane. Man, what's the running back that they just picked up? Oh, um, from the Vikings, the the mm-hmm. ex Vikings um, running back. What's his name? I don't know why I'm drawing a blank, know, but right. they got him. But anyways, they they were set for some success. Right. And to throw it all back on Wilson, man, oof, that's tough. And could you imagine being in New York, a fan, excited, ready to go, and then boom, there goes your player. Oh uh, this supposed to it's supposed to take you to the promised land, right? And it's like, dang, now you know, even though they're gonna make the playoffs now. Yeah, I mean, it's good, like you said, it's gonna be a, a long injury to recover from, <sighs> and I don't wish injury on nobody, right? But. Aaron Rodgers' mind is in the right place. Yeah. I just don't know if his body is going to be able to do the things he do. Now, Aaron Rodgers, as a young Aaron Rodgers, he was able to get out, move, and run. And right. He still showed glimpses of it. Um, so when you compare him to Brady, Brady didn't do that. But uh, 
that's why I think he stayed as healthy as, as long as he did. Now, when Aaron gets to run in and trying to get make a play extend a little bit longer than, you know, average, yeah. I mean, a usual quarterback that stays in the pocket, he he's going to be uh, susceptible to more injury, you know. Um, True. It is what it is. Like, again, I was excited to see some pan out for them, especially with hard knocks. And like, this was their time, right? right. So it's like, dang, man, like nobody's going to get to see it unfold. Um, he said he's going to come back and he don't drop the Batman line talking about <laughs> the darkness and right. this and I'll rise again right. or whatever. People in, in sports, they need to cut that out, man. But anyway, right, light is darkest right before the dawn or. Yeah, something like that, bro. There's some Batman quote. Right, basically. But uh, it is what it is. It's sad to see, but I don't know if Cobb will be there again. Right, that was the biggest thing for me. They had had a lot of people that they signed. Well, no, I would say a lot, but there was a couple people that I think they just had one-year contracts. People that specifically went out there for this year. year. We don't know. waste, bro. Like, complete waste. It's a shame. It is, but, but they gotta do something about that O line. Like that's on them. They, it's been bad. Like that's yeah. they're in the same predicament as Cincinnati, where it's like, okay, at some point in time, you have to prioritize that line. Otherwise, you're just wasting your quarterback's time and your other skill players' right. time. Right. And by getting no younger. Yeah, that's true. Well, VA, that's it for function and org. There was some slick first words and phrases on that one. I'm not right. gonna lie. Right. Um, <laughs> But chalking it up to the final segment of the show, go ahead and take it. Yes, sir. So you already know we're going to end it up with the All in the Family segment. Um, this time we're going to bring up your boy. Well, I won't say your boy. Uh, the family of Deion Sanders, the Sanders Um it's very time. interesting family, to say the least. Um, yeah, sure. all of them get money. That's all I can say. I, I just saw a commercial with them with KFC. Had the daughter, had two of the sons, two or three of the sons, had Dion. Great little funny commercial. Um, but seeing that type of effect that a black family has on, you know, white America or just America in general it's refreshing we've been we've been given this example countless times before but not so much have i seen it with this type of pajazz uh this type of swagger it's just it's just it's different but it's yeah, like, the confidence it's, is through the roof it's refreshing though like I, i've seen we've seen it with the mannings we've seen it with we still see it with the mannings we see we've seen it with the kardashians We've seen it with so many families that it felt a little bit forced sometimes, but this one just, it just felt like right at home, like, like the families, you know, like somebody you'd known forever. And the job that Deion Sanders is doing with not only his coaching at Colorado, but with his children, setting him up for success, I think Mm -hmm. is, should be commended. Um, I saw a clip where they had, Deion Sanders talking to his sons and they were talking about how they're going to be in the NFL next year killing it and then Deion was like no you're not y'all going to be right back here you know his little, his little deep voice y'all going to be here I don't know what you're talking about y'all going to be here and um yeah and that's fine I mean honestly I think I think they should be back I think 
they'll be stronger definitely in the O-line. They're going to have some dogs on that O-line. At this point, everybody knows he can coach. So everybody's coming. Um, I'm, I, oh my gosh, I'm so I'm still mad at that Colorado State player for, for for knocking out Travis Hunter, man. That was that was some dirty stuff. But you know, at the end of the day, you're gonna go have adversity like that. People are gonna get injured. It's, it's a part of the game. So it's a, it's a brutal sport you play. So just just the impact I see that family having. I'm, I'm saluting them, I'm saluting Dion for raising some some great young men and young women, and being oh man like. I can't think of any greater role model or greater example of somebody who comes up in the ranks, best player when they was in, in school and in the, the highest level, the best player, and then come out and then coach and be one of the best coaches. And then make not only that, have your son as the QB, your other son yeah, there's a lot in of your risk position, there. bro, playing QB, I mean, playing cornerback. Like, bro, like, this is just unheard of. But I think somebody to do it like prom is the perfect person to do it i mean i can think of a lot of examples right where the success of uh somebody that's really dominant in their game for generations and then still a good father right and right. Then leading the family to to you know better uh life mm-hmm. um one thing i want to throw in there is uh travis hunter i want to consider him a a kid in the family right. because uh, Dion definitely treats him like that. And I'm pretty Talks sure he treats like his whole way. team like that. Um, it's, it's interesting because I saw a text that he had sent to Dion, Travis Hunter sent to Dion saying, Oh, I'm ready to come back. And he's like, no, you're going to get fully healthy because you were going somewhere in life basically is what the, the, the quote said. Uh, it was a text message that he showed the whole team. And so, you know, obviously a coach is going to say that, but like a father figure type of coach would also want that for their kid. You know, um, I also say that Colorado is set up for the next few years, man, to get some top tier talent coming into their program and they're going to make it happen. I don't know if they'll become an Alabama, a Texas, right. Or whatever, but in these next couple of years, they gonna get the they well, gonna get the. It depends on how long he's gonna be there, though, because I don't know. I, I feel like well, you that is true because he might get signed right. somewhere else to a bigger name school, right? Florida but guess State. What? His alma they going straight back to the transfer portal, and all them players is gonna go where he's gonna pull the ones that he wants and say, "Yo, come and ride for prime." And, and one thing, the last thing that I want to say out there is a lot of people. I mean, Dion can be portrayed as you either love him or you hate him. Right. Um, but he he walks a fine line between cockiness and confident. And I will always say that he stays on the side of confident. Um, it's really good to see that he is confident in himself and right. in his ways. Um, he's a believer, so he gives the, the, the glory to God. Right. Which is and great. he... Uh, he he does things his way, you know, like he, he's not afraid to be himself. And I always compliment people that are not afraid to be themselves, especially in today's age, because people are so yep. worried about what people are going to say and this and that and the other. And that's what puts him in the limelight because he's like that. Right. Um, Just like with that comment from the Colorado State coach, you know, 
about the sunglasses yeah. and the hat. Like, nah, man. You know I'm what? Do me. They took they took that whooping from Oregon, though. They did, <sighs> and you know what? I Beat think they down. needed it because they they were a little bit big headed. They were right, but Stomping they were playing on the, good on the logo before the game. Yeah. Like, bro, what you doing? Were, I mean, but you know what? Hey, they got to hang their hat on that hill and then go out fresh start. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. They three these, and one these next bro. couple games. It was one I think they play year. USC. They play USA. Yeah, exactly. This, they are they they already exceeded uh, surpassed their last exactly, yeah. and and they're making money on the way. They're setting themselves up for for the future and success and team success. And and the group that he has, Dion has with him, mm-hmm. like a hand, round of applause for you because you set yourself up for success with those Facts. people. Like, and it's a long time saying, right? Like, birds of a feather flock together. And um, in order for you to be successful, you need to be around successful-minded people. And I think that he's put himself in a position for his players primarily to benefit from. Right. So, shout out to the Sanders family. I, I will say that I'm, I don't know that uh, the youngest son that that's a uh, he's a corner or he's yeah, a that's Shiloh. DB. Yeah, he's a DB. I don't know too much about him. But I know he's not on Travis Hunter level, so homeboy needs to step it up. Um, still, he got time, right? He but, got uh, a pick. I think that one of the last games too, though. Like he, he's I think nice. so. Uh, he probably is, but I mean, he's just overshadowed by talent on oh, the yeah, team, which sure. is, I mean, it's a, it's a no brainer. It's not talking down on him. It's just no. it exists out there. Yeah, you your know? brother's a QB. Of course, they're gonna talk about him. Mm-hmm. And, and they've handled themselves wise. And I will say that I hope none of them get in trouble, man, like with the law or do something stupid, because then it, people are just going to say, I told you so, because they're sitting there showboating. Right. They follow the Oregon way. Talk. They're, they're playing for clicks. We're playing for wins. I'm like, man, get this. I mean, he did what he needed to do to get his team motivated, but at the end of the day, I don't think they're playing for clicks. Like, Dion is just doing what he does, bro. He's just trying to make a way. And I just feel like a lot of people. Are waiting for that downfall Unnecessary One thing I saw on that Oregon game though I saw Phil Knight Jap him up in the beginning of the game And that was kind of cool Because it was yeah. like Oregon Phil Knight Oregon Huge deal right. I'm and sure then Dion also got Prime. Some, some shoes under Nike too Like, Yeah he do Under, and I think that's cool man Like they, they There was no salt in the wound from that you right. know? So that was cool to see But yeah. LBA, I think that wraps it up for all in the family and yep. uh, another episode in. Feels good to have the video rolling. Hopefully, no errors on I this know, one. Right. <laughs> um, but it's all fun and games till you, you get, get caught, caught in, in HR. HR. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Until next yes, time. Uh, Deuces. Uh,